Hey everybody, welcome back to Wild Times in Real Estate. We hope you're doing great and we wanna share some fun and wild stories in real estate. If you have any wild stories you'd like to share with us, please email them to wildtimesinrealestate at gmail.com. I'm Stacy, and Erin is with me today, as always, with Brand Properties Group, and we look forward to, to hanging out with you. I'm so excited you're on today. It's the little things that, you know, it's, even though we're sitting behind a phone, we feel like we're kind of talking to someone out there. That's true. Being cooped up like this, and we still go out and show, but it's just not as much as we used to, and we miss the camaraderie of our team, mm -hmm. and so um, super exciting to be here today, and I hope everybody's safe and healthy at home. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, just both Erin and I used to be school teachers way back in the day, and just how different the uh, world is today, and how many things you can do virtually, and um, I played Zoom bingo with my friends the last week, and then um, Aaron and I, with a lot of our friends, did a happy hour through Zoom, which is great to have during these times. But I also, I, I couldn't help thinking that I worry about the communication skills of our, our society when everything is done so kind of at a distance. Yeah. Because um, it's so, just so different than how we grew up, right? It is. And, and you know... This is going to change our world in a lot of ways of us mm -hmm. being forced into doing this more, even though a lot of it was happening. But yes, our kiddos and younger people, they just, um, you know, they don't communicate as much. Some of this, I think they'll communicate verbally more than mm -hmm. they have that behind the text and things like that, or Snapchat or what I still don't understand why they take a picture of nothing, but, um, <laughs> the floor, whatever, but that just says I'm old. Um, I heard my niece on the phone with one of the teachers the other day. So that was super cool. Uh, they're learning about getting mail, you know, mm -hmm. they don't, they don't get stamped letters and things and yeah the, the way communication is done is completely different yeah. and it's it's interesting because you know even cursive writing uh, is going away which to me is just like that just seems so crazy but you know everything changes i mean i've i've done my first few listing appointments uh virtually very interesting um it felt awkward at first because you you know Part of it is I love people, so I like to be there, but you know, you're in this screen kind of meeting somebody for the first time and talking to them about their property. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's a, a really, you got to develop a skill set for that. Did they walk around and video their house? They did. Like she, usually when we walk yep, in. Yeah, she'd actually sent me a video ahead of time, and I had everything that I could share with her so we could look it over together. And, um, but it, it's just, you know, I got to see their baby through Zoom, but it's, it's interesting. It's very cool that you can communicate in that way, especially if somebody lives far away from you. True. But, you know, I'm probably still very old school in that I like to meet the people. So it'll be interesting to see how much of this, what we're doing right now, stays as part of our everyday business versus going back to what we were doing. Well, and I think it's relationships. I mean, mm -hmm. your extroverted personality um, definitely needs the relationship, but across the board, people need relationships. Um, I, that's where some of this mental illness and depression and things like that can come into play if people aren't getting out. And 
and meeting people. Oh my gosh, I got to I have got to share this meme because you know we've all been stuck in the house, right? Right. And so everybody being stuck in the house, of course, I've been, you know, uh, fascinated about just watching everybody and how they deal with what's going on. And there's a lot of humor in this world, sure which I love. Absolutely love, right? That's what gets you through, at least for me. Oh, I love um, humor. And some of the things that have people have been putting out there and that people have been saying have just, in my opinion, and I probably too because we have more time to read them yeah. Than we did before, right? Um, and but there's some funny stuff out there. there with how, is. And you're getting to see personalities. And, and I will tell you, I think even some of our introverts are struggling a little bit. Because they like to get out too. Yeah. And, yeah. and sometimes it's not all personal or all work. but um, And we just have to keep all our friends and family in, in mind and touching base. Uh, I think our... Runner is probably struggling a little bit. He's oh, an older yeah. man. He's so sweet. And he um, loves to be out. And he has the van that he drives around with all our signs and things. And and I think he's struggling a little bit. Uh, yes. he. I think he is too. Um, but because I have my phone on airplane mode, so it won't disturb this. Oh, you couldn't pull, <laughs> I it, couldn't up. pull it up. But it Maybe just, at the very end. Again, or do you remember it? Yeah, it just talks about the fact that, you know, during this time that you're spending all this time on the screen scrolling. And then you're spending all this time, it says, making lists of things I'll never do. Um, eating food while I'm uh, eating cake while I'm looking at the next newest fad diet. It's just so <laughs> that funny. one was funny. And then I stay, you know, that I'm tired every day, um, but you know I'm sleeping more, and it's crazy how this just affects your life in so many ways. Well, right? your energy. I mean, I slept plenty of hours last night, and I just yawned a few minutes ago. I'm like, where is this coming from? I know, and it and it's just, it alters your reality, and then all of a sudden, you know, going back to being your full normal self, it'll be interesting to see, because you kind of get used to some things. Yes, yes. That's for sure. And I definitely think more and more people are going to be working from home, too. I think yeah. that's just going to be a part of it. For sure. Uh, okay, you ready for our first story yeah, today, Stacy? Race to the top. Arriving at a listing presentation for a young couple considering selling their home, I was greeted by the largest Great Dane I'd ever seen. Oh my gosh, those are big dogs. And it's so awkward when you get there. Not only was the dog Luke almost as tall as me, I'm 5'5", by the way, but he was at least a foot wide across his back. Wow. Wow. The homeowners escorted me past Luke while insisting he was a pussycat. (laughs) Okay. When I started up the stairs with Luke behind me, I lifted my foot and he ducked his head between my legs. Which is what they always do. So funny. Pushing his way to take the lead. Suddenly, I was straddling the dog back like a jockey while he raced (laughs) up the staircase. Oh my gosh. Which had no banisters. 
save me. I yelled to the homeowners. Laughing hysterically, the husband grabbed me and jerked me backward off their beloved fur baby while I struggled to maintain my professionalism. I don't know that she has much professionalism at that point. Oh, no kidding. The sellers must have felt drawn to me after the episode and liked my listing presentation because they chose me as their agent. <laughs> That's hilarious. That uh, is funny. Those last, dogs are crazy. I know. In our last podcast, I was talking about the one that was just... And when he jumped up on me, he was so big, I almost fell over. And the owners are used to him. They don't realize, but I laugh hysterically because the first thing a dog does is come in and put his nose right up, up there. Yep, you're, and we usually <laughs> yeah. have a skirt on here in Texas because like, it's oh, hot. Oh, Lord, here we go, right? This is too funny. But I laugh that they chose her because it reminded me, and I don't know, sometimes you think, okay, have I told this wild and crazy story before? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. But I went on a listing appointment um, for some clients here locally, and they had a little son. Uh, He was probably, I think, somewhere around four years old. Did the whole listing appointment, came out to the car, and realized I'd locked my keys in the car. And at the time, um, I didn't have any way to get the keys out. People were at work, all those kind of things. You could call the fire department and they would come get your keys out. Oh, hello. So they won't do that now unless the car's running. But before, they would. So there's a little caveat Update Stacy yes. right there. Yes. So I, so they called. And so here, you know, and they have to use their sirens. It has something Hell to yeah. do. So here comes like fire, <laughs> fire, like big, big truck to unlock my car. And I'm devastated. I'm so embarrassed. Although the firemen were cute. I was going to say, the firemen were cute. And the family's out there talking to him, and the little boy is just fascinated. And they, you know, show him the truck. And the whole time I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've done this. I can't believe I've done this. And I got the listing appointment. Heck yeah. They were like, if you had to bring the fire, to, I mean, the fire chief is going to come after him if they don't use you. I just think that, you know, their their son just got the biggest kick out of it. And I just thought, you know, hopefully that doesn't show in confidence. I know, like you're taking a mistake. Yeah, That's so funny. it's crazy, just kind of like this. But that would be hilarious. Oh my gosh, poor girl. Well, I had a listing partner at one time years ago and... He was on a listing appointment, and um, the dog bit him. And he is confident that is why they <laughs> picked him. Oh, I'm um, pretty sure w- they didn't want They were not going to have any lawsuits <laughs> yeah, on them. Wow. But, um, yes, the dog bit him while he was on the appointment. So, um, yes, there's different bonding experiences. That's for, for sure. sure. Yeah, that makes you a little more shy of dogs. I'm usually not too afraid yeah. of them at all. But, all right, well. Story number two, mark your territory. I wonder if this is like, this must be the dog. I know. (laughs) Years ago, I got a call from a competing agent who was laughing out loud over the phone, along with the rest of his office in the background. He told me to look at the description I had written on my new online listing. Oh, gosh. I took a look, and the last letter of the first word was cut off. And so instead of saying, come take a peek... It said, come take a pee. <laughs> I made that correction quickly. Oh, my Lord. That's so funny. Now, I haven't done that in a listing thing, but certainly when you're texting clients and oh, stuff, gosh. that autocorrect can get you in so much trouble because <laughs> things have been sent and you're always like, no, I didn't mean that. And some of the most 
fun things you read are the all the mistakes that get made that they put together and then put on you know Facebook or whatever and you could read through them. Come take a pee. <laughs> well, I had this house that I was putting an offer on with my crazy ex. Thank God he's out of the picture. <laughs> but it was the one that was in your neighborhood. You know, mm-hmm. we were going to be neighbors. I know. And we're still neighbors, just a little further apart. It's probably best for our relationship, <laughs> just saying now. Because she could peek over the fence and literally see if I was working or not. That's true. <laughs> but the it was a new home that had been built for somebody. And literally the reason the people backed out is because one of the workers peed in this big shower. And so they... Um, said that was their reasoning for backing out. These people did not do a tub. They wanted a big, t- they wanted a big shower. So it was just kind of funny that, That's um, not funny, but it was terrible for the builder. But first of all, that is kind of crappy. He did that. And well, how did they happens, figure it out? It happens more than you think. Oh, I'm sure. My I husband mean, is a builder, been a builder for 40 yeah. years, builds big properties for a, a national company. And a lot of times, the workers out on those homes, you know, not always, but sure. they, you know, they... Use the toilet, do yeah, something stupid. You know, and he probably, there's a drain, right? So yeah, that he, yeah. You know, he probably just thought, okay, I'm here, I'm going to do whatever. Not necessarily, and I'm sure they didn't have working toilets, toilets at the time, right? Yet. So, but I'm, I'm with you. I wonder how they knew. Yeah, it was some, something super weird, but I'm like, seriously? And, you know, not all of the, we don't really have porta potties around here either. Uh-huh. I mean, so you're like, do they go in the backyard? What do they do? That's so, true. I hadn't thought about that. There's um, not really very many porta potties set up either. Because they're nice areas over here. So I'm sure, mm-hmm. I don't know what they do. But yes, speaking of peeing. That is hilarious. Okay, up next, ulterior motives. I had a buyer client who was referred to me by a mutual friend. The buyer said he wanted a house with a wraparound porch. I must have shown him 20 homes with wraparound porches over the course of several weeks. Buyers can be liars, can't they, yes, Stacy? I don't know what's going to happen next. I must have shown him... Oh, I said that already. And he didn't like any of them. I asked him to show me a house that he had previously lived in and liked a lot. It was a two-story Georgian colonial with no wraparound porch. See, I knew where this was going. I was getting frustrated and confused by this process until he came clean about his true reason for looking at so many places. Oh, gosh. He was just looking for an excuse to spend time with me and get to know me. We did end up closing on another Georgian colonial, and then he, he asked me out on a date. Now we've been married for five years and we live in the house he bought. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. And you would think she might have been annoyed, but there was some chemistry there. That's cute. That is cute. But you know, it's kind of like you say, um, and, and the phrase in real estate is buyers are liars, which is really not the truthful thing. It's meant to mean that when you have a buyer asking for specific things and you're showing him those things and they're not um, picking up or, or wanting to buy those things, they really, really want something different and they just haven't discovered that yet. And mm-hmm. you have to help them self-discover because almost, I would say 90% of our buyers do not buy what they tell us they want to buy. What they've described. 
I, I almost guarantee you that. So it's a process and you have to know that. This is so funny though, how cute. So I saw a little um, advertisement. I'm part of an agent mastermind group online and you know, people are coming up with clever things to put out there right now during the COVID-19. And um, this was a married couple that um, found each other online and gotten married and were in real estate together. And they came up with, if you can find your spouse online, you can find your house online. I love it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty genius. That so. is so cute. Yeah. So, you know, people are very inventive. Well, you know, it looks like not only did she sell a house, but got a husband. <laughs> yeah. And that's cute. You know, yeah, I wonder cute. if it, it never said if it had the wraparound porch though. No, she said they bought another Georgian colonial with no porch. Oh, okay. She so did. he really Sorry. didn't like any of those. <laughs> he just liked her. That is so funny. You and know, normally you would, would be picking up on that radar though. Normally we would get a little annoyed. Girls, we are, when we're working, you and I like, or down to business, but you would have had them narrowed down and said, nope, this isn't working. <laughs> I would have probably okay. been a little clueless. Yeah, I would have said, given his list, okay, we've looked at these, they all have porches, and this is what you lived in, so here, what's the problem? Well, here? and most of the time, we aren't invited back over to their house either to look at it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we have lots of friends now that have closed, and we get to go see. Actually, I went, where was I? I meant while you're showing. Oh, that's to true. To look at the old house. Yeah, you can't do that while you're showing. But afterwards, I was somewhere. Oh, I was at Shannon's. And I'd seen their house while it was being built. Oh, yeah? But I hadn't seen it all done and all pretty. And I got to see that yesterday. So. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you hadn't been over yeah, there. So I didn't realize that. That's one of my favorite, favorite things to do is when we have clients buy properties. Especially if a property, this was new construction. So the house was beautiful already, but she decorated it gorgeous. She did a great but my job. My favorite thing to do is somebody who buys something and they renovate it. And then to get to go back and see it is awesome. That's fun to see. She is one of our great referral sources. She yeah. is the hairdresser in town. True. <laughs> so um, we love us some Shannon. Yeah. Yeah. Her house is beautiful. All right. So here we go. High time for a showing. I was walking my buyers through a listing, and when we came to two bedrooms in the back, I noticed one of the doors was closed in case there were any surprises. I told my buyers to go check out the rest of the house while I looked in the room. Thank goodness I did, because when I opened the door, there was the seller's teenage son and his girlfriend making out and smoking pot. <laughs> I guess they couldn't smell it on the outside yet. Normally, you can totally smell that, mm -hmm. but... I had been told the house would be empty during the showing, but someone missed the memo. I told the young couple to open the window. They snuck out of the house, and I turned on a fan on high as my buyers came back down to view the room. Afterward, the buyers said they weren't interested because the house had a weird smell. Hmm, I wonder why. Oh. Then you say, do you rat that kid out? No kidding. <laughs> right? Because no. well, like, uh-oh. <laughs> I would say this is 10 or 15 years ago when I was early on in the business. And we did. I went to a house with some clients. And I wasn't familiar with what the pot smell was. Mm -hmm. I just hadn't been around it. And we went into the house. And they were very they were very adamant it was pot smell oh when yeah we, you can tell what it smells left. like yeah. typically and, really and so since then i've noticed it's a distinct it's very smell. distinct mm -hmm. and um yes they did not buy that house that's either. funny but now think about it so many states have have legalized it not federally 
but state-wise, I was on an airplane when they first legalized that in Colorado with a realtor from Colorado, and I was talking to him, and it was amazing to hear how it changed their market up there, because it was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, which I could be, I think it was the first state to do that. I think so too. And what happened, he said, was that people were coming up there and buying property left and right because they wanted to be able to grow marijuana. There's mm. a great medical uses for marijuana, as mm. we all know, and a pain reliever and all these other things and, and other uses, I'm sure. <laughs> but what he said was happening was that people who needed homes to, to buy homes weren't able to get them because oh, you have, wow. and I was just shocked. I was like, wow, I can't believe that because he said what was happening was you could grow a certain amount of uh, marijuana with every house that you bought and these houses were being bought up just by people that were investors and they would have somebody come take care of the house and the HOA so everything stayed the way it was supposed to. But he said it created this huge frenzy. And I was just like, that just amazed me. I, I remember that. hearing that and um, them people talking about going out mm -hmm. there and buying land to grow. I heard, I don't know how reliable my source is, they might have opened up Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I think, you know, before long, every every, yeah, every state will be where they're at. And, um, but, you know, back then that was, that was, you know, pretty controversial, but I just thought, wow, that is so interesting. So he just said he felt, you know, bad for the buyers because people who really needed a home to live and had a life yeah. there were having difficulty, you know, finding a property and, you know, I guess you can kind of look at it. Our last three years, we've had an amazingly abnormal seller's market, which mm -hmm. because we've been short inventory. And, you know, as well as I know, it was very hard to get a buyer a property. They had to always bid over asking price. Basically, you know, pay for everything that a seller would normally pay for, not really ask for any repairs, or they and, weren't getting a house. And put a lot of money down. Yeah. So, good lender, good realtor, all of it. Yeah, so those markets are hard because they're hard emotionally on on buyers, especially first-time home buyers who, are, you know, and if, if you had an FHA or VA loan, forget it. Well, It, it the, just wasn't happening. The yeah. other thing is, how, did that, how long did that last? Like, did these people end up selling over time? Did it really yeah, I work? I, I mean, know. if you're not yeah. an expert at that or can sell it at a high level, or maybe it was just for themselves and their friends <laughs> back home. Who knows? I've I heard know. of people going and getting that stuff. Yeah, but so. this was right when it had started happening. And, and you know, it would be interesting to see how it's changed. I'm sure if we Googled it, we could find out information how it's changed their market. But since they were the very first ones, you had, and you also had people, he said... In respect to that, you also had people moving there that had children or themselves that had some kind of medical issue that they needed that that was uh, that marijuana was going to be you know a source a, for them a source for and they couldn't get it where they were so you had them moving to Colorado. Interesting. It was it's so amazing crazy. what pot can lead to. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we back Nothing. in like the sixties when people yes. started doing this. Oh, I don't know yes. that they I thought that it would be yeah the, mm -hmm. where we are now. Not at all. But uh, you know, a lot of uh, pain prescription drugs and all of that have started from some type of other alterogenic disease, sure. you know, drug or whatever. So. Sure. You know, um, and I know that it can do amazing things because, you know, I've, I've heard the stories, but it's just hilarious to think about that 
and now see where we are as, you know, it's probably no different than when they were legalizing, you know, alcohol. Sure. You know, some people were on board, some people weren't. And over the time, it's, you know, here we are. So. Well, and then it led to more experimental and things like Mm -hmm. that. People wanted to try it. So it's the next end thing. Yep. Well, don't forget, please, 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 we'd love to hear your wild times in real estate at gmail.com. Yes, and thank you for joining us again today. We will see you the next time. And thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to our podcast. Stay wild and sell your house. Bye-bye.